Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Well, welcome back to the second hour of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And we appreciate you spending a beautiful spring Saturday with us here on the radio, or if you're listening to us later on demand at gunfreedomradio.com, you can just go to our on-demand tab, click that, and every single episode we've ever done is right there waiting for you. Be sure to tune in to our Facebook page and keep tabs on our, our website because we've got some big changes coming up in the next couple of weeks, and we want to be sure that everybody is in the know. And that special news is only going to be available on the website, so you have to check it out. Ooh, cliffhanger. All right. Well, we have an in-studio guest, Cindy Harding. She is a locally own, uh, owns a local business. It's a female-driven business, a female-owned business, and it's in the firearms realm of things. And our topic today is protecting what we love. And Cindy's Conceal Carry Purses ties in perfectly with that. Welcome to the show, Cindy. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm happy to be here. We are happy to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this industry. Okay. I've had my concealed carry permit for over 10 years, but I did not consistently carry. I had my real purse, and then I had a carry purse. And I was working out of my home, and then I went to an office, and I was late at night, and I decided that I needed to carry consistently. So for the last two years, I've been designing and developing a purse line that could be your real purse and your carry purse, all in the same. I can so appreciate that as a, a woman who carries a purse. But, uh, you know, Dan even, you know, hey, he, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. he carries a, a merce, we call it, a man, a man purse. purse. Uh, it's a briefcase that looks like a soft <laughs> case. So I don't know if you carry something in that line yet, but if you don't, then that's something to think about. I've had a few requests, actually. We're working on that. Absolutely. You know, you can't, you can't run a business out of your car. You know, I, I do a lot of business I'm in my car. On the road. And, and I can't just have a wallet. I right. haven't had a wallet for, what, 10 years? It's like your desk you with got a your zipper. your checkbook, your copies of your papers that you have to have, all that stuff. It's so true. So I, I love that you've distinguished that, you know, you there's the normal purse and then there's the concealed carry purse. Now, for people that are new to this world and maybe haven't ever even seen a concealed carry purse, what does that mean specifically? Well, in our purses, it means that it has a separate pocket that you would put your firearm in. There's nothing else in that pocket. Uh, it has zippers on either side of your purse, so you can access it ambidextrously. And the zippers lock. So the first thing we do is when you set your firearm in, you're going to lock the opposite side, so you would never grab it by the muzzle. So one side is always locked. In the purse, it's in the, excuse me, in the carry system, 
it has the loop part of the Velcro, which is the soft part, and it is the length of the purse. So you can decide if you're going to carry in the center of it or close to the zipper. So you're able to really set your firearm up where it's comfortable to you. And then the other part of the holster system is the actual holster. And it encases the firearm. So it has a trigger guard, it has a cover on the muzzle, and then it has magnetic back straps. And so that allows you to set the firearm in and it will be in the same place every time. So when you need to access it, you basically would unzip the pocket and unsnap it and be able to access the firearm. It is the safest, most secure way to carry in your purse. So it has a lock on one end, but you can, can you lock both? Like if your right. grandkids are coming over yes. or whatever? It, both sides lock. So basically I have made the decision that I'm going to carry every day, which is a good decision because I don't have to think, do I have my firearm? Do I not have my firearm? I already know I have it. So what I do, if you're going somewhere where there's going to be children or you feel like you do need to lock it, it has a key. It comes with two keys. I have one on my key ring. And so I basically just will put it in the zipper, lock it. So now both sides are locked. So you can't, ha you don't have access to it. You would have to cut the liner or cut the leather to be able to get to it. Oh, that's that's a good way to go. It is, and there is so much about dealing with firearms that comes down to training and muscle memory. And so I like how you're saying that you don't have to remember. Oh, am I carrying today? Oh, if I am carrying today, where did I put it? Is it my waistband? Is it my ankle holster? Is it my, you know? Exactly. You know exactly where it is and you have it with you at all times. Sometimes women are nervous about carrying. And so I do spend time talking with them about being mindful and how to think about that. The fact that you do have a firearm. I don't have small children in my home, but when I come in, I put my purse on top of the hutch I know exactly where it is. So if someone comes over and they have children, I know where my firearm is and it's not in their reach. That's brilliant because, again, you're kind of taking that the seconds that it takes to process out of the loop, out of the equation, because everything's automatic. Yes, exactly. So well, when I carry my purse, mm -hmm. okay, well, man purse, sometimes I'm confused of what ends what. Does, is it easy to tell the difference what end your gun is in? Yes. On my purse, it, it is. Uh, there's ones that have bling, and guys don't know this, but girls know you always <laughs> carry your bling out. Mm -hmm. So that would be the side. You would know which side to access. I have a couple of purses that don't have distinguishing marks on either side. So we have made a coin that has our logo on it, which is a paisley. And inside the paisley is a firearm. It's concealed in the so paisley. So brilliant. And Beautiful so, logo. Love it. <laughs> so that coin actually is on a binder, and so you would actually put it on the side with through the ring and that way you'd know that's how you're going to access so if you're sitting talking with someone it, with a purse when you go to get up it's so easy to know how to put it on your shoulder what goes front and out that's awesome so what do you say to people that you know maybe they've never carried before and they're interested in in carrying off body we call that in a right. purse and wh what do you say to them I talk with them a little bit about their circumstance, uh, where they work, how far they have to walk, um, just to kind of get an idea of their lifestyle. Um, and then we talk about that if you carry, that it's a mindset. And there's mm -hmm. a few things you need to do. You need to know where you can't carry a firearm. So, for example, when I go to the post office, I have just made it a habit to pick up my wallet. Mm -hmm. I know when I go to the post office, I take my wallet. Um, 
I have them, I actually encourage them to carry for a couple of weeks with their firearm in the carry pocket, but with no magazine. That way they get used to getting in and out of their purse. They get used to the mindset of carrying. They have a place in their home that they've established when they come in. That's where they put their purse. They go to different events, use locking and unlocking so that they are become aware of what they're doing. And the purse is like a little newborn when it has a firearm in it. <laughs> it goes with you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you are legally responsible for it and anything that happens with the firearm. That's correct. So you teach classes as well. To, I and I, it's a clever name. Tell people about your classes. <laughs> so I have a class that's called Cell Phone Flashlights and Bullets. And basically, it's a class designed to increase awareness of your situation and personal safety. I teach it to men and women. I teach it to youth, like 12 to 18. We just talk about how to be aware and be present. And then I give them some tips and strategies to think about what they would do if given a certain situation. And then I also do uh, personal training with defensive pistol. So women that have never really carried or if they've had a negative experience learning how to um, shoot their firearm, it's 90 minutes. We spend 20, 30 minutes not even in the range because if you've never been inside a range, it can be a little scary and intimidating. So we talk about the drills, the targets, what the objective is when we're outside so they can hear and we can kind of talk about it. Then we go on the range and we're there for an hour and I have three different targets I use, different skill sets that I teach them. That's awesome. You just had a class last night, and I wanted to go in here, but I missed it. But you, you have one every month, right? I do. I teach the first Friday of every month at the Shooter's World in Peoria. Very good. And so it, it does have range time eventually. That particular <clears throat> class is just a, a classroom. Um, the range time is something that you would uh, make an appointment with me. I train at uh, Shooter's World and C2 Tactical on Mondays and Tuesdays. So I'm a guy and I want to buy my wife a purse, gun carry purse. It's probably not a good idea, is it? I think if you know your wife pretty well, you could pick out a purse that she'd like. Okay. I say don't buy her firearm, but you could probably get away with a purse. Buy her purse. purse. Or actually, you can just, you know, get her a gift, gift certificate, certificate, and uh, I'll definitely work with her. I do talk with women about, I have lots of different styles of purses. So I have crossbodies, I have hobos, I have all different styles. And so we try and get them what's going to work best for them and what they're comfortable with. And I want them to have a real purse, a purse that they can live in and a mm-hmm. purse that they can carry in. And all of your purses are made right here in the U.S. of A. Evidently, absolutely. I have it on my on my tag, made in the U.S.A. It's very important to me that they're made in the United States. Why is that so important to you? I believe in our Second Amendment, and I believe in supporting the Constitution of the United States, and I want to be able to have jobs for Americans, and I want to make it available for Americans. Are you running for office? You might. Cindy, (laughs) Cindy, I I want you to make a man purse for me. I want you to think about that because there is a market for it. If you go to the the trade shows and stuff, you'll see a lot of guys that are carrying like a a soft soft briefcase. Mm And, Definitely. you know, you don't want it real big, but if you make it too small, then, you know, that doesn't. But think about that because it, oh, it's probably a good market. I actually are. We have it in our production. We've got a sample that we're working on. 
All the purses are leather, which is another thing that's really important in a carry. You mm-hmm. want to have it durable and sturdy. So. No flowers on it. Okay. No, no, <laughs> no bling. We're about to wrap up, but please tell people how do they find your amazing purses. They can find me on my website, uh, www.cindysconcealcarry.com, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on Instagram. And Cindy is spelled? C-Y-N-D-E-E. All right. Very good. And and they can find your classes on? They can find it on the website or they can call Shooter's World. I do do the classes on private venues as well, not just at Shooter's World. So give me a call. I'd be happy to come out and teach. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. I she fought traffic it. to be here. I know she I did. did. She's our hero. Hey, stick around. We still have a lot of show coming up. We've got Autumn that was just recently on the show in Fringed. Autumn Parkin coming up. When the smartest audience in talk radio turns 960 The Patriot on every day, good things happen. Listeners are informed and entertained. Not only that, the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners. If you run a business, please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles. The Patriot Listener. Visit 960thepatriot.com or call Heath Garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Geico applauds your inner park ranger. Mother Nature appreciates the part of you that knows the difference between the red-bellied and the three-toed woodpecker. Geico also has specialized agents who admire your gusto for the great outdoors. Agents who help with more than just car insurance. These Geico agents can insure the RV that will take you and the whole family cross-country. The RV that makes National Forest synonymous with happy place. So what are you waiting for? 180 types of woodpeckers are ready to be identified. Geico for your RV. See how much you could save. After a lifetime of paying into Social Security, you need a plan to optimize your benefits. Throughout the Valley, financial advisor and Let's Talk Money radio host Tim Van Houten will be hosting a series of complimentary Social Security classes. Seating is limited. Call now to reserve your spot. 855-795-0716. That's 855-795-0716. Investment advisory services offered through Global Financial Private Capital, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. 
Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And I want to encourage you once again to to be sure and let us hear from you. Be part of this conversation. We know what we're thinking. We want to hear what you're thinking. So text us. I'm sorry, email us at talk at gunfreedomradio.com. Send us a message on Facebook. Send us a message on Twitter. We're listening. We really want to hear from you. All right. So today, our theme is protecting what we love. And we've had an, a group of amazing guests. And uh, waiting in the wings is Miss Autumn Parkin, who is somebody very special that I want to bring to your awareness. She was just on a show that was put on by For the Record and it aired on the Blaze TV called Infringed. So that ties in with our Second Amendment that shall not be infringed. And she has a, a very, um, she has a, a great personal story uh, that has brought her to the world of firearms and self-protection. And without further ado, I want to introduce her. Miss Autumn, are you with us? I'm here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time on a Saturday to be with us. And uh, tell us just a little bit about your story and, and what brought you into the world of, of self-protection with firearms. Well, uh, you know, a little bit of my background. Um, I'm from a really uh, liberal household. Uh, there were no firearms. I had no exposure to any uh, self-defense. Uh, and when I was 15 years old, um, I was very naive. Uh, and I ended up going to uh, a party you know, where I was raped uh, by some classmates, and mm-hmm. that that was that was very traumatic mm-hmm. and um, very difficult. But um, unfortunately, a second event that had happened was I had hosted a party for some friends of mine, and one of the guys that was there he ended up attacking me. He um, he ended up breaking a champagne glass on, on a table and shoving it through my nose. And then he stabbed me in the chest mm. and, and that, that shook my world. I mean, it, it just totally, um, changed things for me. Naturally. Yeah. It's, um, 
I was scared all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, panic attacks. I couldn't go out at night. Um, and my husband, um, he was a Marine. And when I got my restitution, I said, honey, I want you to teach me how to shoot. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really how I got in, involved in firearms. Um, got hooked up with the well-armed woman uh, after I got my concealed weapons permit. Uh, and, and just started learning everything that I could uh, and really found um, a home in the firearms community. Well, I think that's so important is, you know, you, you've got the training and not just the training, but the whole built-in support system that comes with that in a group like the Well-Armed Woman. Yes, yes. Right? You make friends, you form bonds, and you are now able to use your personal story to encourage others, to help others who have, have faced similar things as you, to, to know how to channel that injur- in, uh, energy into something positive and empowering. Absolutely, absolutely. And so how did you get involved with the, the uh, show Infringed that was on the Blaze TV just this past weekend, I think it was? Well, um, Miss Carrie Lightfoot, uh, the founder of The Well-Armed Woman, she uh, stopped me at SHOT Show and she said, hey, would you like to be involved in, in a documentary? And I said, well, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and so they I get an opportunity to share, I will. And so they shared your story that you just shared with us, right? Yes. Yes. And and the, the crux of the, the show is just how there are these real stories of people who need to use self-protection with the tools that are available to us. And it's juxtaposed against, you know, I guess uh, not just uh, President Obama's um, speech that he gave in January about trying to tighten up laws and that sort of thing. Um but what more can you tell us about that show? Well, you know, again, it's it's uh, it looks at the impact of President Obama's anti-gun rhetoric and the war against the Second Amendment. Um, we hear from John Lott, Dana Loesch, and Rob Pincus, all um, big names in the firearms community. Um, and, and basically, it, it encourages us to get involved at a, at a state level, to, to be cautious of what's going on um, politically at the state level. Well, and we have been hammering that point home uh, ever since we started. We say there is no fence sitting, especially this year. Uh, all hands are on deck. Everybody needs to be involved. Absolutely. And I, I saw the, it's about a half hour show in French, and I thought it was so well done. Um, but one thing I, I didn't know about was that John Lott had actually atten- uh, taught at the same time as Obama did back when he was an instructor. And even way back then, the, the statement that, uh, that uh, Barack Obama had made to John Lott was, yeah, I don't think anybody should own guns. Yeah, that was chilling. That it was. was chilling. Because then he's come through and he keeps trying to say, well, no, I, I believe in the Second Amendment because I see it there on the paper, which to me is such a dismissive way of even trying to say that that you support something or don't. Right. Right. Autumn, the uh, your parent, you know, the parents that raised you as a liberal or whatever are have they changed their ways about the gun laws? H- have you influenced them in any way to change? <laughs> 
You know, I'm not too sure. Um, <laughs> politics isn't something that we really discuss all that much anymore. Um, but just we obviously fact, have, have differing views on that. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that, you know, now you're carrying a, a firearm, it just seems that maybe they would maybe look at it a different it way. It could be and, positively influencing. I would right. say positively influencing, right? Because I'm on the side that says that we should be responsibly armed. Yeah, you know, I think um, they're they're starting to to see things a little bit differently. Okay. Um, so it's it's good to to expose them to, um, I guess, the other side. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a shame that so many people are, you know, they they have to be a victim before they they realize that they the law enforcement's not going to be able to protect them. They're, you don't have enough time. So I was I was just curious right. of that because, you know the way things are now. It's so true. Well, we're going to run to break here, but when we come back, I want you to tell us about your business. It's Simply Armed, and uh, you've got a blog and everything. So uh, will you come back after commercial and tell us about that? Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, stick around because we still have a lot more to come with Miss Autumn Parkin. She is a well-armed woman, uh, NRA-certified firearms instructor she owns her own business we were just mentioning called simply armed and she was on a show called infringed that was uh, produced by for the record and it aired on the blaze tv and you can still go to the blaze tv.com and and see that it's a well-spent 30 minutes of your time talking about the gun laws and of course encouraging everyone to be tapped in No fence-sitting. You've got to know what's going on at the state level in your state. No matter where you're sitting right now, you have got to be an informed voter, and you've got to vote. So I'll get off my soapbox. So stick around. We've got more with Autumn Parkin, and we've got a Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Tip of the Week after this. Hi folks, I'm Don Carter. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. 
Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy, and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. Sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Our theme is protecting what we love, and we have Autumn Parkin from the Well-Armed Woman LLC. Hi, have, thank hi, you. Hi, and tell us about their website, Simply, Simply Armed. Armed. So Simply Armed, uh, we are a voice for women in the firearms community. Um, basically what we do is we blog, we write product reviews, and recently started offering opportunities to come on out and train with us locally here in uh, the Treasure Valley, Idaho. And this is kind of like a response to um, a lot of uh, feedback that I've gotten from men that I've taken courses with. They always say, oh, I wish you could meet my wife, or I wish you could meet my girlfriend. And um, we, we just really wanted to to help other people, especially women that are new to firearms and, and curious about the community, um, we wanted to provide a, a place for them. So you, so you have product reviews. Are you talking about like uh, what would be good for a woman to carry and the problems yes, with this yes. or whatever? We, we do product reviews on um, pistols, um, holsters. Uh, we, do, we do a lot of focus on uh, concealed carry fashion. So how do they find Simply Armed? 
So it's at www.simplyarmed.com. You can also find us on Instagram at, at Simply Armed. Um, there you'll see a lot of our, um, our training opportunities and our concealed carry demos. I'm looking on the site right now and I see an article called How to Buy Your Wife a Gun. I'm hoping the <laughs> subtext is don't. <laughs> that, that's, that's the gist of it. I think that's because we're telling people all the time, don't buy her shoes and don't buy her gun. But, uh, you know. Uh, 30 years yeah. ago, I bought Cheryl a purse. I bought it like at five o'clock in the evening. At six o'clock, it was back at the store. <laughs> so I don't buy anything for Cheryl anymore. Gift cards. Yep. Gift cards. Yes, yes. Um, a firearm is such a personal um, uh, purchase. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's a hard thing because I, being a guy, we always thought we knew the answer and what a woman needs to carry. And I found myself so wrong. And I'm hoping that any male listeners out there realize how important it is for a woman to pick anybody to pick their gun for them. Not, not just women, but guys too. Don't go buy a gun for another guy. A woman, don't buy a gun for a guy either. It's too personal. There's too many things. Exactly. Um, so we were talking uh, off air and we were just kind of saying, well, what are some of the barriers that we see for women who are interested in getting involved in firearms training? What can you tell our listeners? Well, I, what I hear from a lot of women is the intimidation factor. So we have a, a lot of ladies entering uh, the firearms world for self-defense purposes. A lot of women have dealt with um, um, domestic violence, uh, sexual assault, physical abuse. And so coming into an all-male training environment can be very intimidating. I know it was for me. Um, and quite oftentimes, I would be the only woman in the class. Mm. So, Absolutely. you know, and I, Go ahead. I think a lot of um, instructors are starting to catch on. Um, there are a lot of fantastic uh, female instructors coming up. And I think it just provides that a level of comfort. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we've talked about the well-armed woman, and that is completely female-driven, right? Yes, yes. So you're going to go in as a female, and you're going to be taught by another female. Right. And you guys, you have things that we don't know about. You know, <laughs> there's, there's a way to do things that we don't know. So what better to teach you than another woman? Exactly. Not, not that guys can't give good input, too, but really, it's, it's a way to go. Well yes. said, Dan. <laughs> and, and I find, too, you know, you, you start women off in the, in maybe the women that are intimidated, start them off in the female-only courses, and then they can get comfortable and then move, move on to co-ed courses. Very good. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time on a Saturday and being here with us today, Miss Autumn. And before you. you go, tell people again how they can follow you, how they can find your website, how they can get involved with the Well-Armed Woman. So you can find me at Simply Armed on www.simplyarmed.com. We're also on Instagram at, at Simply Armed. And to find out about the Well-Armed Woman and joining their shooting chapters, you go to uh, www.twawshootingchapters.org. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your story with us. I really appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I want everybody also to look up Infringed, right? Yes. <laughs> well, time, time well spent for sure. Well, thank you again. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you.
Awesome. Well, stick around because we still have Dan's Tip of the Week. I'm wondering what it is this time. I usually know beforehand. So am I. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the Responsibly Armed Citizen Report coming up right after this break. Phoenix changes here, but trust me when I say this is change you actually hope for. Mark Levin here, and I'm happy to say I'll be broadcasting live every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 starting April 4th right here on the new Patreon. You're not going to get worthless conversation about things you don't care about like other stations in the Valley. This is Decision 2016, so we're covering what affects you and this great nation of ours every day at 3 starting April 4th right here on 960 The Patriot. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Dan Bethel for the Safe Money Radio Show Sundays at 8 a.m. You can also call Dan now for your free customized safe information money kit and 115-page safe money book at 877-517-2346. That's 877-517-2346. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. 
and that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We can never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Sure, our theme today was protecting what we love, and I just, after going through and talking to all these guests, learning all this stuff, I realized it's not about German chocolate cake, is it? <laughs> I, don't, I didn't hear one of them mention German chocolate cake. The purse doesn't carry German chocolate cake. You can't put it in a vault. So I guess it's really about... You must about, be hungry. Are it, you hungry? I'm always hungry. But it must. <laughs> it really must be about protecting the ones we love. And it's super important. These guests were great today and gave us some good insight. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes protecting what we love is about protecting yourself. <clears throat> and I think that's okay. By not eating the German <laughs> chocolate cake, right? Oh, my gosh. It keeps coming back to food. But uh, on, on that, uh, about protecting what we love and it being yourself, I just posted a blog last night that uh, Megan Boland, a lady that we met at the DC Project, uh, weighed in on, and I used her quote. And she said the Second Amendment for her is about protecting her biggest investment, and it's in her own life. She's invested in her own life. She's, you know, accomplished things. She's gotten degrees. She's a parent. She's a wife. And I love that take on it that, you know, we don't think it's weird that we protect our our financial investments behind armed guards at banks, right? right? But the minute we want to protect our most precious and finite resource, our very own lives, people get all emotional and, you know, upset and political and that sort of thing. So right. uh, that blog can be found on gunfreedomradio.com under the blog tab. Yeah, that is a new light. Hey, I have to talk about the auction that we have coming up, April 19th at potofgoldestate.com. We've got several handguns that were scratched or dented during the drive through attempt at our gun shop. And all of these guns are... Most all of them are brand new guns, and they might have a fine little hair scratch or a little dent, but the guns work good, and there's nothing wrong with them. They come with the boxes and everything, and these are going to be in our April 19th auction with no reserve, and so you might want to check that out. And also, the auction we have next Tuesday, what is that, the 5th? Mm-hmm. That is also, there's some really nice, fine, there's a double barrel 410 shotgun, and some other nice guns in there. So you you probably want to go on to www.potofgoldestate.com and check that out. Very good. Yeah. Scratch and dent gun. What better at an auction? What better way to find a bargain, right? Right. All right. Well, it is time for one of my most favorite things that we do. We talk about our responsibly armed citizen report. Fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. And we like to bring these stories, like we were saying earlier in the show, because it brings awareness to when, you know, the good guy with the gun does stop a bad guy with a gun. Because on 
the mainstream media, for lack of a better word for them, you're not going to hear these stories. We hear about it when something terrible and tragic happens, but for some reason, we don't get to hear about it when, you know, somebody was able to save their own life, the investment they have in themselves, right? So um, the story that we have today, and we talk a lot about how a bad guy plans for their attack. You were saying that earlier in the show, Dan, that they, they've got the elements of surprise. The lion. The lion, right? They've got the element of surprise on their side. They've already got this thought out. They're looking for their victim. And so they purposely do everything they can, the bad guy does, to put the odds in their favor. They have that element of surprise. They come equipped with the tools that they believe they're going to need for their criminal behavior. And they often travel in packs. This story has all of those elements. Two very young males, ages 18 and 15. Oh, a 15-year-old committing a robbery. Oh, my goodness. They are out to commit a robbery. They choose their victim, a 71-year-old man who's walking alone. They have age and strength already on their side. It's two against one. They surprise the man, and they brought a gun to the robbery, which they used to threaten the man and demand his money. It looks like the 71-year-old would easily be overpowered, robbed, possibly beaten, and maybe even killed. But this 71-year-old is nobody's victim. He is a responsibly armed citizen, and he uses the tool to save his own life. Yes. So are you telling me that he was walking his 50 caliber Brett, uh, <laughs> gun with him? I don't know. Let's listen to oh. the newscaster and find out. Okay. Details today on the shooting in Hampton that left an 18-year-old man dead yesterday. Yeah, News Channel 3's Mackenzie Walter is live in Hampton with more details. Mackenzie? Yeah, you guys, we started the morning with police identifying Jafari Mitchell as the 18-year-old man who was shot and killed here off of Kikatan Road yesterday. But now we know a 15-year-old boy has also been arrested in connection with the same incident. And what we know now is that Jafari Mitchell and that 15-year-old in custody tried to rob a 71-year-old man who was armed. Hampton Police's investigation revealed that the two suspects approached the victim, one showing a firearm and asking for money. That's when the 71-year-old man shot Mitchell, who was taken to the hospital but pronounced dead at arrival. This shooting has many concerned about this rising crime here in this neighborhood. Scared is really not the word for it. I, I can't find a term for it, but it's worse. Worse it's about time to really move on from here anyway. Mm -hmm. it's, some, it's becoming a common thing right here. It's really getting worse. The 15-year-old is being charged with attempted robbery and one count use of a firearm in commission of a felony. He is still in custody. As of now, there are no charges for the victim, that 71-year-old man, uh, in reference to this shooting. In Hampton, Mackenzie Walter, News Channel 3. Of course there's no charges for the 71-year-old 70 man. Why should there be charges against him? It's obvious he, he was being robbed. Uh, exactly. And, you know, one thing that stuck out to me as I was listening to the, the newscast, and it could just be, you know, she chose the wrong word. But she says that she, the, the young man presented a gun, stuck a gun, pointed it at the 71-year-old the man and asked him, 
for money. I don't care if he says, please give me some money. I need it real bad. If you're pointing a gun at somebody. It's a demand. It's a demand. That's right. And so you can say it anyway. You're a polite robber, but you're still a <laughs> robber, right? You. It's true. And <clears throat> it just made me feel like it's one of those little things that the the liberal side does to make the bad guy the victim. You know, well, he's just a young person and he was just asking for money. And then here this man shot him. Did he have to use deadly force? Yeah, I think he did because he didn't start this. He was walking along minding his own business and someone threatened him with deadly force. There we go. We've got the two lions in the jungle against the 71-year-old man. You know, that's the whole problem is they go for the weak and... A weak person has a right to protect himself just as much as anybody else. Kind of reminds me, kind of off sub- subject a little bit. When we were kids, we didn't have NRA stickers on our truck. We didn't have them on our doors of our windows of our house because we felt that people would know they have guns. Let's go steal the guns. Hmm. And now I look at it as having an NRA sticker or on your truck or now it's saying, hey, I can protect myself. So don't come in my house. So who are they going to rob? Are they going to rob a house that has an NRA sticker or one that doesn't have an NRA sticker? Mm. If you're choose if, wisely. If you have a liberal, <laughs> if you have a liberal campaign poster on your doorstep, or you have a pro-gun uh, a conservative, person, right? So who are you going to rob? So I mean, and and so you look at the seventy-one-year-old man. I mean, he looks like an easy target, mm-hmm. right? Must so, have. so. Maybe you should wear an NRA hat. <laughs> Maybe. Or I believe in the Second Amendment, sucker. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Is that a but, new line of, of hats we're yes, going to carry? Yes, but <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm so glad that he was able to, to vin- defend himself because he could have ended up being shot. Absolutely, and thank oh. God it, it went the way that it did. And now it is time for Dan's Tip of the Week. Okay. <laughs> Did you not come prepared? Yeah, I'm prepared. You know, right. we need to listen to the wording of our politicians and our newscasters to make sure we understand what's going on. And it's super important, especially with the politicians. Now, what do you mean by listen to the words? To make sure that there's not hidden subject matter in there, that they're really pro-gun or they're really standing for what you believe in. So like when the newscaster said, you know, this young boy, he asked. You know, one thing I I really, it always jumps out at me because when they're 18, some newscasts will call that a man, an 18-year-old man. Some will call that an 18-year-old boy. Right. And you also have to look at, you know, it's just, the liberals, I'm sorry, but they they just want to give everybody a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chance. It'd be wonderful if we could, right? right. But, we but in the meantime, we could be endangering lives, like what happened with this this poor man that we we just talked about. Um, and and one more thing about you know the language that that is used. How about common sense, right? Right. The, the anti-gun crowd loves to use the word common sense. So it, they own that. So if you don't agree with them, therefore, you don't have common sense, clearly, because it's just built into the conversation that way. How about the phrase Australia gun solution? Who says that? Hillary Clinton. 
I thought we weren't going to talk about them. <laughs> what does that mean, though? People who are just tuning in that don't understand, what does that mean? Why would the Australian gun solution make our ears perk up, and why should we clue in and pay attention to that? Well, to the other liberals, it looks like a solution to the problems, but really what that is is complete confiscation of guns. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing more. You know, that's the hard part, too. There's a lot of Democrats that come in our store that buy guns, yes. and they don't realize, maybe they're starting to realize now because of Hillary saying what she's saying, that Australian gun laws are complete confiscation of your guns. Right. And so now they're fi- they're coming out and saying it right out to, in public. Mm-hmm. So these Democrats that love guns have got to think, do I love Hillary more than I love my rights? Right. And so vote accordingly. Vote accordingly. Okay, so sometimes you have to jump ship elections on the other have, side. Elections have consequences. Right. I mean, you can be a closet Democrat, vote for a Republican and 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 Keep your guns Mm -hmm. because the Democrats are saying we want to take your guns away from you. Wake up. That's Mm -hmm. what they are saying, right? They're exactly saying that. And also with the Australian gun model is they had this common sense buyback. Well, first of all, I don't even like the phrase buyback because that assumes that they own the guns in the first place, the people that are buying it from you. The other one is a part of that is that they say, well, they paid a fair price for a firearm. Well, how much is your life worth? How do you place a value on your self-protection gun? Right. What is that worth? Right. I mean, so, okay, you can buy all of my guns for fair market value. you got to buy them all, but the last gun is going to cost you $18 million (laughs) because that's what it's worth. You know, and and they're not doing it. And they didn't pay a fair market value for some vintage World War II guns that went through there. There's so much history. Highway robbery. Well, Dan, here's another one in the books. Well, it might be another one in the books, but you want to keep an eye on our website because we've got some surprises coming up. And the only way you're going to know about them is how? Get to our website, gunfreedomradio.com or our Facebook page. But for today, I want to thank our tech crew. Y'all are awesome over there in the booth. Thank you to our listeners and our guests. Thank you so much to our wonderful guests who took the time on a weekend to come and chat with us and teach us something new, encourage us in some way, and help us to to protect what we love. Also, always go to our Facebook page. We want to hear from you. We want this to be a conversation. And until next time, pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders. Even the ones you don't like. All but maybe a couple, okay? (laughs) Pray for all of them, especially the ones you don't like. It might turn them around and be good to each other. Have a great week and God bless. Evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.